This is Shutters Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to episode 482 of Shutters Inc., the last episode for at least three weeks. Yay! <laughs> That there is Mr. Glenn Lavender from creativephotoworkshops.com.au and this is Bruce Williams from shutterthinkpodcast.com. 400 how many? 482. It's a big number. It is. It is. It is. I reckon it's, I reckon it's the longest running photography podcast in the world with a stupid name. <laughs> Look, even without the stupid name, I reckon we're in the top three for longest running. Really? Yep. I think um, tips from the top floor um, and tips from the top floor. Yeah. It's a photography podcast. Yeah. What's the top floor? I don't know. I've never listened to it. (laughs) Just checking. That's the sort of nerdy thing you'd know. Yeah. Um, And... Was it? Oh, who's, who's, what, about, what the, about this week? This week in photography, have they been going a long time? No, they have not. Okay. Scott Kelby. Oh, he was so late to the game. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't know. Heel draggers, all of them. Goodness. <laughs> 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 so, so we're in the in the we're in the elite company with ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've, ele- we've elevated ourselves to champion status almost, <laughs> it's, yeah? We're- it's last man standing. It's, it's like the, the, the ice skater. You shall not defeat me. <laughs> what? You shall not defeat me. You <laughs> shall stay on air whether you like it or not. That's right. You may not listen. Uh, you may unplug your Wi-Fi, <laughs> but we shall persevere. We, we we just wait for all the good ones to die off, and we remain the last one standing. <laughs> if you're the only one, you're also the best. That's it. <laughs> so how's your week been? <sighs> right. Well, that's been hasn't been fun. Okay. It's right. Not, hasn't been a good week. It's just been a shh. I mean, right. every day's felt like a month. <laughs> now, seriously, every well, you day. you do live in Victoria, so. We do live in our house, permanently <laughs> at the moment. And so, yeah. yeah, the homeschooling's been hard. The kids are tired of it. The, yeah. yeah it's just, everyone's had just had enough. This has been going a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's had enough. Yeah. And, um,. No end in sight, and if this ends before the end of this year, I'll be bloody amazed, you know. And, yeah. and the prospect of more months of this just yeah. does my head. I, I can see them cancelling school altogether. I mean, not even not even trying to do online, like, or at least finishing early. Just, yeah, right. Like, let's just give up in November, you know. It's just, wow. It's just, it is such a sucky thing. Yeah, right. But then again, you got you got kids at home with absolutely nothing to do, and yep. you can't go you're out for one hour. Yeah, you know, and yeah, yeah, and then you're trying to entertain them, and it's, that really cuts into your nap time like you wouldn't believe. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk on much happier things. How's your week? But tell us about all the exciting things you've done this week. Uh, well, I've actually uh, just finished recording. I haven't finished the delivery, but uh, finished the recording of an audio book yesterday. Uh, finished editing it today. Uh, but and there are Bruce, some pickups to Bruce, do. Yep. 
Yeah. I, I said, tell us about the exciting things. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. That's the most exciting stuff in my week. <laughs> Actually, no, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. The most exciting thing in my week was the arrival of the Tamron lens. Just hit my head to remember. You got the lens? Yes. I haven't even seen one in my hands. How does it look? Uh, it looks like a Tamron lens. A 28 to 200 for Sony. Absolutely. It popped on the camera and tried to see if it focuses. I have, but yeah, I haven't. I haven't taken a shot yet. I like. I only got it yesterday. Um. <laughs> is it? Is it moderately fast? Is it? You know, not saying fast. Just you know, it's not slow. No, it's, like I, mean, I. I don't notice any difference in focusing speed from my twenty eight seventy five two eight. That's good. So I feel like you know it's the same motor driving it all. Yeah, it's a much bigger chunk of glass though, isn't it? Yeah, it's longer when you extend it. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> so, awesome. So, yeah. it looks, so it looks like it's going to do the trick. I'm, I'm, I'm very keen to to see your results and yeah. And I only promised them a, a two thousand word article on it. <laughs> Good on you. You yeah, have fun yeah. writing that, won't you? I to mention that to you. <laughs> uh, so I'm. I, I, I will confess, I am. I am still toing and froing as to whether or not I walk out the door with only that lens or whether I take my 15mm wide angle with me as well. Well, frankly, after all, everything we promised Tamron. Yeah, uh, about <laughs> that you, you promised Tamron. <laughs> I think it would be absolutely remiss of you not to take the 15mm because you'd be an idiot not to. Yeah. Hey, you yeah. had to take the 15mm. Yeah. I mean, it it's, not, I mean, it's not like you're... You're having to carry the stuff everywhere. Yeah, it's not like you're walking, you're driving. Yeah. So and one extra small lens isn't going to no. destroy the world, yeah? Exactly. No, but, you know, for the, for the majority of staff, I think the 28 to 200 is going to be a really great oh, yeah. all-purpose lens. So I'm really looking forward to it. I agree. I've said I've, uh, many, many a year I've used, you know, some of the kids, it's, it's my preferred type of lens to carry around when I'm out just taking you know, happy snaps with the kids because, yeah. You know, it's, you know, one lens to rule them all. I think is that the way it goes? Yeah, and it's not like you need, you know, 2.8 at the long end all of the time. And if you want to blur out the background, just make them stand, you put on 200, stand a bit of distance away and make sure the background's reasonably far away from them. Exactly, exactly. And, my, and if you know how to shoot, you have the ability to put fairly bland, nothing backgrounds into the background anyway. Yep. To allow, you know, to, you know, to, to hide, hide what's behind. And if I want to take a photograph of them somewhere on holidays at the place we've gone to, especially, I don't want to blur out the background. That's exactly right. See, that's the whole point of the thing is to see the background. Yeah. So. Oh, cool. So, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting out there and giving it a whirl. I'm glad it arrived in time for you. Yeah. Good stuff. So, yeah. Well, so that's, exciting. that's an exciting thing then. That, it that's is. Good. It is. Oh, new, kit, new kit is always exciting. Oh, it's always fun. Worst yeah. part's having to send it back. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Did they drop it around by hand? Uh, they sent it via courier to my workplace. Ah. I, I organised to have it delivered to work because I figured that was easier and more reliable. Our post office here in Gosford is quite unreliable. 
I'll tell you, the way our post office, postal service is going at the moment, you'd think Trump's running it. It is, <laughs> it is so slow. I mean, it is so, so slow to get anything at the moment. You really? Know, stuff, you know, down here, it's taking, oh, well, they're saying Victoria's going to be in trouble, but things are taking forever to arrive that should realistically only take a couple of days. They're taking you know, seven, eight days, you know? Yikes. Uh, exactly. And is that because they've laid off staff? Oh, it could be the vid. Yeah. It could be the COVID and the and the yeah and the yeah, social distancing and all the, who knows what else is that's, that's being forced upon everybody. But um, yeah, right. Yeah, bloody slow though. I'll give you that much. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Hey, anyway, uh, I, did, I, I did get interviewed today by um, a university student for uh, RMIT Royal Melbourne Institute of Technology. Yep. Um, yep. Is studying photography and had to interview a photographer. And the poor kid got me. Right, right. Uh, I think she was. She, she kind of started out timid, uh, ended up looking like a deer in headlights. <laughs> <laughs> so it went well. <laughs> uh, stuff like, oh, who's your inspiration? No one. <laughs> you know, like nothing. What was the best advice you were ever given? Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> All this stuff. Yeah, where do you think where do you think photography's going? Down the toilet. <laughs> what are you studying that for? Just all the other courses fill full. You get stuck with photography until something else comes up. Can you change electives? Oh, oh, you are a shocker. And, and a lovely, lovely young, very, very shy, very quiet Muslim girl. Right. And, and yet, yeah, never the same again. I'm thinking. You know, <laughs> Uh, uh, and was it a video interview or just an audio? So it was a video interview, so she got to see me being seriously taking the piss out of it all. Um, <laughs> so that and playing around with photos of my NAS box, that's about the only things I've done this week. I've you know? noticed like, you've been very busy going back through your archives. And a few things. It's just so easy. Yeah. You know, you just sitting in the lounge, you're, you're constantly getting bored because there's freaking nothing to do. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm researching kayaks like bloody crazy. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm absorbing uh, kayaks and, and paraphernalia. I love a good accessory sport. Right. Yeah, any, any, anything you can get into where you could buy all sorts of cool little trinkety accessories. Yeah, I'm in my hoggy heaven, you know. Right. I was just, right. I was just looking at one of these little, what's called a mini presso, uh, which is like a little mini Nespresso machine. Okay. That you, okay. You, it's like a little black cylinder, and you put your Nespresso ca- capsule on one end, yeah. and the other end you yeah. uh, take a little cup off, fill it with boiling water, then you pump it, and the Nespresso comes out into a cup and looks fabulous. It's like, oh, yeah, so that's $48, you know? It's like a right. bargain. Right. Small, and all you need is a thermos of hot water, and this thing, and you had your kayak in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you just squirt that, squirt. It doesn't sound good to say squirt one out, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Nice Nespresso, a nice little, nice little coffee while you're out there on the on the on, the, on in your the fjord. kayak. Who takes a coffee machine on their kayak? I would. <laughs> if you're going out for six or seven hours, right? You're taking lunch. You take it you now. You might catch yourself a fish and cook it up on the on the back. I was looking at these little these little um, uh, stoves that uh, you put kindling in, and the kindling does all the cooking. Right. It's like a little aluminium tube, which you fill it with, with kin- little bits of wood. Okay. I mean, we're talking four inches wide, so a tiny little thing. Right. And you put your little pot on top, yeah. and you get your kindling fire going. That cooks your furs. Great. Yeah, right. Ways, yeah. That's, on your, so that's on your boat as well. You catch and kill a fish. 
you cook that up, slap it on some bread, eat that, and pour yourself a coffee. <laughs> An open flame on your kayak. What could possibly go wrong? I, I, was, I was considering poss- the possibility of getting to the shore before I did that. <laughs> Uh, I think, man, yeah, this is this is the ultimate in fresh fish. You know, you pull it out of the water into your kayak and throw it straight on the barbie. You know? <laughs> no, you pull no, you pull it into the kayak. The kayak's on fire and lands in the fire. It's on the It's not. It's not taken long. It tastes a bit plasticky, though. Yeah, it's, it's kind of dampening the taste somewhat. <laughs> so the, the best fish i ever ate in my entire life yeah was in the south island of new zealand right and we're fly fishing for trout yeah and whilst i'm fishing the guide's got this fire going and i pull in this five pounder he knocks on the head to kill it just throws the whole thing straight into the flames wow just burns a living crap out of the outside of it <laughs> but the inside's absolutely perfect that and a cup full of water from the river which is like new zealand's water is the cleanest water yeah. in the world yeah, yeah. the tasting fish and the freshest tasting water you've ever had in your entire life. Oh god, it was good. That was it. Was all lunch was. It was fish and water. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, it was like it was like it was like being on you know, some, some some gourmet food lunch. It was that good. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 So, so I love that sort of stuff. That that sort of you know, in, instant. You know, by yourself out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, away from damn kids, away from homeschooling. You know. <laughs> So I've been researching little stoves and yeah, maybe even doing, doing some like overnighters, like so throwing out a little little tent, you know, and just you know, leaving the world behind and yeah. self sufficiency yeah. and doing a bit of the old bear grills, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, so yes, that's that's kind of yeah, that's the problem. The longer you get cooped up in the house, the more more ambitious your dreams become. <laughs> <laughs> And the reality is, I'll, if I ever get a kayak, I'll get it. I'll go out and watch it. Go. That's hard work. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> and stop. But I, I must I, 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 sensibly, I have looked into the pedal kayaks. Once you, you use your legs rather than your arms. Oh, okay. Because if you're fishing, first up, you want to have your hands free a lot of the time. Sure. sure. So you can't. You know, it's not easy to be trying to balance a pedal, a, a paddle, and hold a rod and stuff. So these things, yeah, forward, instant forward and reverse, just pedaling. Yeah, nice. So, and uh, mean that your legs theoretically are stronger than your arms, you should be able to do it for longer and stuff. So. And are the and pedal kayaks designed so that you can actually see where you're going, or are they like a regular kayak? Where do we see where you're going? Well, with a regular kayak, your back is facing the direction that you're going. No, uh, um, oh, hang on. No, sorry. A kayak. No, no, no. It's okay. Yeah, you're thinking I'm canoe. thinking of a dinghy. It's okay. Oh, and yeah, and like, and some canoes too. Yeah, yeah. canoes you tend, and especially racing ones. Yeah, that's why. That's why they have that little guy at the end going left, left, right, right, left, right. <laughs> the coxswain, or what they call it. Yeah, that's him. Jockey on one end. <laughs> Pull, bridge. Yeah. Stroke <laughs> is the term. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a stroke if he hits that. If it's that bike. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can see where you're going. Yep. And you just basically you just sit there. You've basically got like a beach chair on this kayak. So you're just sort of sit, sitting back there, <laughs> pedaling away with your legs, and you've got a little, little hand control just to steer. Right. And you just paddle along. Yeah, pretty nice. darn nice. Yeah. I can see myself doing that. This seems lazy enough. Yes, yeah, so that's my. That's that's what so I spent my week or last week, couple of weeks researching this. Yeah, I'll be. I'm hoping to be as good at kayaking as I'm a gold, gold. <laughs> prospecting. <laughs> uh, yeah. so what do we have this week? Do we have anything of interest? We've got I know. heaps. 
Really? Heaps. Doesn't sound like us. Ah, we've got more than Cannon's got. We're going to disappoint George. No, that's right. Um, <laughs> Cannon, Cannon has uh, sadly announced the end of the Cannon Collective. What's that? Um, I don't know. It's this thing that they oh, have. It's an article, man. <laughs> What? What is it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Canon Collective events have been a great opportunity for Canon shooters in Australia to find out more about new Canon gear and to learn and improve their photography techniques for almost a decade. Now the Canon Collective is winding down due to COVID-19. All events have either been cancelled or will end by the 31st of October 2020. So yes, that's a bit sad. What, what, when in 2020? October. 31st of October. 31st of October. We're not going to be doing many in Melbourne, in Victoria. <laughs> That's August exactly right. um, And the rest of the country is pretty much open, so there's no excuse there. Well, they're shutting it down in every state and territory. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you reckon it's, it sounds more like an excuse to me? Well, maybe. I don't know. Don't know. Well, I think so that, Victoria, there's only one state all... in Australia that's closed down. Yeah, all activities have ceased in adherence with current Victorian restrictions. Western yeah, Australia, yeah. all activities have ceased due to current state border closures. ACT, Tassie... So they're stopping... The, I suppose maybe, maybe the instructors got to fly in from New South Wales. That could be a... Yeah, possibly, possible, yep. Possibly, ACT, yeah. Tassie and Northern Territory, all activities will cease immediately. South Australia, all activities will cease by 30th of August. New South Wales, everything ceases by 31st of October. Same for Queensland. International, all activities will cease immediately. So there yeah. you go. That's Does that big... mean Tasmania? Did they not include Tasmania? Yeah, yeah. I mentioned Tassie. They were in ACT, Tassie, Northern Territory. All, oh, no all activities will cease immediately. All three, all three places people forget are in Australia. That's right. <laughs> well, I can't go there. I wanted to go to the Northern Territory. So their border's closed, is it? Yep. They don't want anyone from Victoria or New South Wales. So where are you going to go? We're doing a road trip through New South Wales. I mean, can, can you get right to like the border? Of, uh, way out? Can you get out of Bush? Can you get out to yeah, I'd, I'd like to, but I don't think Kath wants to go that far. So you get the road trip what to Sydney? <laughs> Not quite. We're gonna uh, head head out to Mudgee for a couple of nights. Isn't that you get there all the time? No, no, no. Okay. Only been to Mudgee once. Um, okay. So we're gonna go out there, spend a couple of days there, do some wineries. Then we're gonna chuff off up to Coonabarabran and maybe do some stargazing through the observatory and do some bushwalks out in the Warrumbungles National Park. Uh, then head up to Lightning Ridge because Kath's oh, never no. been there. You do some good opal mining. Probably do a little bit of that. Nice. Uh, you get your black up there. That's right. So try and find you sort of some geodes. Look for geodes too. If it's somewhere you can mine for some interesting geodes up that way. What are geodes? Well, it's just like those rocks that you can split open. And they've got all the beautiful crystals inside. Oh, okay. Yep. The legs. Yeah. You're right. Thunder. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, head over to Byron Bay. Oh, I'll be right. They're all A-listers that are in the country. Apparently. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then basically that'll be the, the first week done, and then the second week will just be a slow trip down the coast, visit some of the little towns along the coast. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm jealous. When are you going? Uh, well, we were talking about leaving Saturday, but now we're thinking we might leave Sunday. Uh, so, yeah. Today to get organised. Yeah. That's right. No point, Russian. Um, I know a good photographer in uh, in uh, Byron Bay. Yeah. His name's Dow Jones. Al? Dow. 
Dow Jones, like in oh, the, like oh, the, okay. you know, like the like the the stock, like exchange, the stock like, index, yeah. Except the TAO, Dow Jones. Oh, Dow. Okay, the, right. The, the Dow, Dow Jones, and I, I'm, I think the Dow is Dow is even made up anyway. <laughs> right. But he's he's a concert photographer who does. Um, uh, does some great. He does all the the, the blues fest up there. In oh, nice! But if you look him up on uh, Instagram, you, he does lots of his beach scenes and sunsets and sunrises, which you might get some inspo from if you're heading up that way. Yeah, right. I'd like to break into the podcast briefly to mention that we now have a Patreon account. If you get any value at all from our photographic giggle fest each week we'd really appreciate it if you could spare a couple of bucks a month just to help keep the servers running the link will be in the show notes much appreciated now back to the podcast all right um uh, oh i thought we'd finished uh (laughs) more than one more than one article to talk about (laughs) i did say we've got lots uh fuji has Patented or, or at least put in, you know, requests for patents on three. Yeah. Count them, three f one point lenses. Really? Yes. So six hundred mil f one point an eight hundred mil f one point and a twelve hundred mil f one point They're gonna they're gonna corner the market. You were so close. They, really? They are thirty mil, thirty three mil, and thirty five mil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but interestingly, they're saying that the XF 50mm f1.0 uh, was announced just a couple of months ago and is expected to come in at a relatively inexpensive $1,500, which it does seem quite reasonably priced for something that's going to open to f1.0. Uh, so, yeah, I just thought yeah. that was interesting. I agree. Yeah. Uh, next up, Adobe has opened up registrations for the first ever free Adobe Max conference. So uh, anyone who's still in the Adobe camp and is interested in attending Adobe Max in a virtual environment, uh, that will be happening October 20th, 21st and 22nd. And uh, yeah, this year, because they can't do it in the flesh, uh, it'll all be done online and they've made it free. So, uh, yeah, amongst the people speaking will be Annie Leibovitz and Keanu Reeves. I don't know what his claim to fame is when it comes to photography, but anyway, there you go. Yes, yeah, I saw that. Um, I knew he was a photographer, but I haven't... Um... Oh, is he... He takes photos himself? Yeah, as far as... I, as, far as it's, it's, it's ticking my brain saying that he definitely is a photographer. So, right. uh, Man of many talents, because he, he owns a motorcycle workshop as well. Does he? Yes, he has his own brand of motorcycles that he's custom-built. They're like custom-built bikes. Hmm. And quite, oh. quite good-looking bikes, too, just quietly. Uh, next up, this uh, I just found this evening, Google has in the works, a facility which will allow everyone who considers themselves a photographer to tag their images in such a way that when your images show up in Google images, as in via Google search results, there will be a link for licensing. So if you've, you know, maybe, you know, attended some event and captured an image that, you know, might be in high demand because of its current 
you know, whatever's happening in the world and, you know, something awesome has happened or, you know, you've captured some other amazing photograph that you think somebody will want to pay for, uh, you'll have this opportunity when they roll it out, like I said, it's sort of still in beta at the moment, to include this metadata within your image when you upload it and it'll mean that when it shows up in Google search results, they'll put a little licensing link. So if someone says, oh, we really need that image for our blog post or for our story or whatever, you'll actually get paid for it. Yeah. So I thought that's pretty cool. I did learn something else interesting about Google today. Yeah. That's through Google Maps. Right. Or, or was it, no, Google Earth, it might have been. Google Earth. Yep. So you know, when you zoom in on a location... Right. Yep. Apparently, I didn't actually pay enough attention to see how he did it, but you can scroll back when the image was taken. Wow! For all, they've got a, they've got all the images of, the, of that's ever been taken for the Google Earth, and you can step back in the different dates and see. And this guy was looking at saying from uh, access points to a particular reservoir. He says you can see based on yeah you know, what kind of water levels are like what what it should kind of look like before you get there. There's nowhere you're going to find access points. Wow, so that could be kind of an interesting thing for photographers. Maybe they might be yeah you know, see what it's like maybe in summer or winter or yeah that sort of yeah there might be some variations like that that could be of use yeah nice yeah yeah that's really yeah. cool to do google earth and dates so there you go that's a great article for me too <laughs> <laughs> uh next one was the winners of the 2020 international garden photographer of the year show how much beauty there is in your own backyard and this was just a collection of images from people's backyards basically and i thought there were some really nice images in there so I'll just put that in the show notes for anyone that wants to have a look at some nice images. Um, yeah, a lot of macro stuff, some um, stuff that looks like it might have been heavily photoshopped, but yeah, some pretty cool stuff in there. DJI. Yes. You know, the the one company that we thought was doing okay in the photography world yeah. uh, has just announced that they are going to have to lay off 1,400 people, I think it was. Really? Yeah. The company has reportedly made significant cuts among its staff. According to several sources, the layoffs will expand to as many as around, oh, sorry, 14,000 employees. Is it what uh, I said? Did so I say 14,000 or did I say 1,400? 1,400, yeah. Yeah, no, 14,000. My goodness, how many do they employ? I don't know. Obviously, uh, 14,001 or more. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's a uh, bit of a worry. Are you sure? I'm, try, I'm try looking at this article here. Uh, in March, they let go of 120 people. That seemed a lot less than... Yeah. Uh, then they let go of um, 40 people. Yeah, so, I mean, it just said according to several sources. So, I mean, that might have been a drunk well, employee, after, employee after on Friday night, you know. That you've linked us. I can't see the number 14,000 anyway. Uh, it's right below the very first image of the drone sitting on the ground. Oh, okay. uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I... The actual body of the article, there's no mention of it. That's interesting. As I say, political pressure makes it interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Because hmm. the US stopped using them, and uh, it shouldn't be unexpected. I mean, first of all, they bought, they bought Hasselblad. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to drive you. 
company to the ground, <laughs> which is not good for a drone company. Don't be driven to the ground. <laughs> no. <drone>. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. But you think about you think about the exponential growth of drones over the last six years, let's say five, yep. six years. Yep. There's only X amount of people who are going to want these things. That's right. It's like the smartphone industry. Like the smartphone, it's like the digital camera. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's going to be massive uptick, and and they've rode that wave. Uh, and there's not really much competition out there for them. That's you know, so I mean, they've really kind of got it to themselves. But at the end of the day, it's a finite market. It's it's like an S contrast curve, isn't it? It's like you know, it takes a little while for things to get moving, and then there's this rapid expansion where it goes up steep, and then it plateaus at the top. Oh my god, you're a nerd. <laughs> Rob Coates sent us a message and said, did you hear that Nikon is launching a new lens designed especially for abseilers? It's called oh. Y Dangle. <laughs> That's a bad dad joke. Uh, Glenn, <laughs> said, Glenn feel desperate. free to use this if you're desperate. It's an original. <laughs> no, really, it doesn't sound it. It sounds like it's been written by a professional. Why, Dad? Oh, dear, oh dear. That's funny. Uh, uh, Leor from Israel wrote to us with an email with the subject line Glenn is wrong. I saw that and I didn't read any further because it was like. <laughs> Obviously, spam. It's obviously can't be real. I thought he was trying to incite some violence. He says, "Hi, Inks. In episode four eighty one, Glynn was less than enthusiastic about sharing your not so great photographs. Well, Brooks Jensen does just that, and the result is illuminating and fascinating. I'll put the link in the show notes. Also, Glynn was talking about let's slow. Before, let's, before we go on, before we go, let's, we can't go past this. Um, I was wrong." <laughs> Right. <laughs> if, if, I was sure you'd have nothing, something to say about it. You've learned nothing over these last couple of hundred episodes. <laughs> <laughs> now, first up, Leo, what professional job are you going to employ this guy to do after he's espoused how much he struggles to take photos? <laughs> uh, none. <laughs> My point was no working, no professional photography was to get employed as a photographer, it's going to go out and show people their bad photos. Completely correct. Because you start putting your bad stuff out there on the internet, no company's going to say, oh, let's get this guy. He looks almost as good as me. <laughs> now, if you're trying to teach people photography, different world altogether. Because obviously you're going to show how you improved, how you can improve. You, you might even deliberately take bad photos to post. And I've done this myself. I've deliberately taken bad photos to post up to then show the steps that you would improve that photo. Okay. Yeah. So, so as an educational point of view, absolutely you can show bad photos. But you're not going to put your portfolio out there of images as a photographer hoping to get booked as a working photographer to earn money to feed your kids. You're not putting your crap out there. No. In fact, 90% of the photos people put out there in the ambition that think they will get jobs based on it, they probably shouldn't have put up there in the first place. Yeah. And we talked about that as well. Yeah, out of that shoot of 400 shots, how many should be putting up? One. Yeah. And possibly none. Because, you know, let's face it, if you're a wedding photographer, right, mm -hmm. you're not going to put up the wedding photo of Miss Joe Average. 
No. People want aspirational, not just ass. Yeah, that's, that's a big <laughs> ass. It's huge, and the earth is big too. <laughs> you know, you're not going to be, you're not, you don't go look at the world's best wedding photographers and see the reality of some of the people they have to photograph. Yeah. Because that's not yeah. going to give them any more jobs. You know, you don't go to Vogue and say, can I look at the offcuts? <laughs> you know, the, the ones that didn't, you know, uh, so, so you know, you should. And I, I'm, I'm as guilty as the re- next person putting out crap photos. Either, yeah, you're just like, oh, yeah, that'll do. I'm gonna put something up, uh, <laughs> and you're not, you're not doing yourself a service. You're not elevating your art or your perception as an artist by putting out even just slightly substandard stuff compared to your best. Yeah. If yeah. it, if it, yeah, you should. If if it's not your best. Or better than most of what you do, should you even post it? Yeah. Even if it's as good as everything you do, if it's not significantly different, maybe you shouldn't post it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, if you've already, if you, if you're renowned for great astro shots, uh, if if it's just another shot of a person lighting up the inside of their tent with a torch. Then uh, it's not, it's not, you know, you're not adding anything to your, to your body of work by putting that out there. Yeah. yeah. For, for proving consistency. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you, if, you, if someone goes to your website and sees 40 photos of the Milky Way with 40 different surroundings, all with the same tent lit up, well, you can do it over and over. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> reproduce the results <laughs> and that's not a bad thing you kind of want that in a photography you're going to book them that they can if you if you've seen photos that they've done you kind of want to hope that they can produce that kind of work sometimes you've got to be a realist i don't look anything like those people in these photos <laughs> i'm not going to look slim and gorgeous you know real men have curves yeah. you know yeah so yeah, it, it's, it's it's yeah. So so what I get on your saying, and I'm sure, and, and I, I glanced earlier today. That's how much re- I even did some research. Look, I glanced earlier today and looked at I think one of his photos. So I, I went in depth <laughs> for the about some chairs and the window or something. You know, I don't know. I didn't really pay much attention, but I could see his point. But what's he? He's trying to educate people, and that's fair enough. That's fair game to put out. And and if you're trying to learn, that's not a bad thing to be looking at either. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, you're not. If you're aspiring to be a wedding photographer, you're not going to go look at someone. Oh, geez, they're, they're ugly people. Oh, oh but the, <laughs> they're really, really attractive people. Oh, I wonder if I photograph enough, well, can I make those ugly people look like those people? No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, same location, same. Yeah, well, not the same dress. It wouldn't fit. Uh, <laughs> same location, same lighting, different subjects, world's completely different, you know? Yeah. So anyway, so I wasn't wrong. I told my wife that someone said I was wrong. She goes, <laughs> what's new? <laughs> uh, Lior goes on to say, also, Glyn was talking about slow TV. Well, I found a series of videos on YouTube which are much better than an eight-hour fireplace video. Here's one. got one going at the moment. Uh, you've got it going. Been for about the last twelve hours. <laughs> Excellent. I'll to the end. Excellent. So I'll uh, I'll put the link to that video in the show notes as well. It's been going on my, on my daughter's iPad for the last twelve hours. So right. Yeah, let's see how that pans out. Alrighty, up to you. Oh, was it? I thought you said you had tons. Yeah. Yeah. That was oh, it. In deep trouble. <laughs> 
Notice that my mouse has stopped working. <laughs> my keyboard's disconnected from my computer. Stick some working. cheese in did it. I, did I have some stuff? I Stick some, some cheese stuff. in your mouse. Here we go. <laughs> Still, Glenn's wrong. That was sort of Clayton. Uh, what have I got here? Oh, we're, we're talking about that Mikey, Makey, yep. Mookie camera. They've released... They've, Announced another lens, a 25mm 1.8 for Nikon Z mount for 75 bucks. I know. It's cray cray. It's cray. Uh, I mean, it's it, manual. It, I mean, you're not getting autofocus for that money, but that's. Four bucks. It's like, it's like three minute abs. <laughs> you know the reference? No. You know, it's all, someone comes out with a four-minute abs video. <laughs> right, and, okay. And someone's going to come out with three minutes. He can't do abs in three minutes! <laughs> in the movie Something About Mary, it's probably the best scene right. in the world. Right. <laughs> so there's a guy called Peter Navarro, Minister for Trade in America, who's an absolute tosspot. <laughs> I've never... Until today... Tell I've us what you really say, think of him. Until today, I've never heard him say one sensible, <laughs> rational human thought. Are you, are you talking about the right guy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But he said today you can't fix stupid. Yeah, which is surprising because he works with him. Uh, <laughs> but he, you can't fix stupid. And he was talking about that on our ongoing saga of Kodak. Right. Kodak with their $750 million um, grant. Yeah. Soon, and then the shares went through the market. Then it's called closed down for insider trading. Yeah. Well, this guy's come out. He says, he says, based on what I'm seeing, what happened at Kodak was probably the dumbest decisions made by executives in corporate history. Oh. Uh, we don't know why that happened or what they did. Let the investigation happen. And Kodak, I mean, it's hard to be that. Well, you can't fix stupid. <laughs> you can't even anticipate that degree of stupidity. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty... Hey, I mean, for 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 the current administration in America, it's hard to see a sentence that actually starts and finishes yeah. uh, on the on the same topic. That's right. But that was that was pretty, that was pretty good. <laughs> so um, yeah, they're they're uh, they're uh, still still struggling, but still, the stock's still doing better than before the deal was announced. Apparently, right? Uh, they're slightly above two dollars a share. Right. Oh, no, so eight dollars, eight dollars a share, which is two dollars above where it was before the announcement. Right. It's, it's slightly down from their sixty dollars it was after the event. Yeah. Right. Wow. Oh dear, oh dear, unbelievable. Uh, now I did say I thought I was flicking through stuff. I thought, oh, here's an article uh, that could be of interest, yeah. and it's how to turn a photo from day to night using a few photo editing tricks. Okay. And it, it says, yeah, you may think this is impossible, you know? And I'm going, no, you just put the exposure slider down far enough, it all goes black. <laughs> That's day and night. Pretty darn easy. And if that doesn't work once, do it two or three times. Yep. Um, but apparently, no, he, he's actually got some... So, so I wasn't going to do anything with it. I thought it was stupid. But but he turns daytime, full daytime, supposedly, yeah. Yeah. into blue hour with beautiful... Or even nighttime with beautiful glowing... Like buildings in just nothing but silhouette with beautiful glowing lights and all sorts of stuff. So right, um, right. a bit of art that somebody might want to play around. He's got like a 17-minute tutorial video on how to do it. Yeah, right. So that could yeah, right. be of interest to somebody. Cool. And uh, that's what up. Right. No, that's it. Uh, right. Uh, so we're finished for a couple of weeks, are we? We are. Holiday. I'm staying here. That's you. Can I? Can I? Can I live vicariously through you? How? Oh, just, just mentally thinking of you. <laughs> of course, mate. <laughs> I wonder where he is. I wonder what he's seeing. I wonder what the smells like. <laughs> uh, 
but, um, well, I will take my uh, laptop with me and I will try to process some photos each night and get something up each night. You could just put your phone on live stream onto YouTube uh, uh, from your front of your car as you drive along. Could just, like, could Bruce, Bruce TV holiday, yeah. we'd call it. No TV holiday, <laughs> holiday with Bruce. And we'll just drive along with you for, for a couple of weeks. There you go. Yeah? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I was going to do, I, I came out that I'm going to do slow, if I ever get a kayak, I'm going to do slow kayak. Slow right. I'm just going to be pedaling for like five hours right. and doing nothing else, and people just watch the view. Right. If somebody views these, some of these, some of these videos have got like half a million views, Bruce. That's crazy. I know, so I figured that could be a good. I could do that, yeah, because there's no video editing involved. To, to really <laughs> live up to the slow TV notion, yeah. you should set the camera at like 120 frames a second, but then stream it at yeah. 35. <laughs> so kayaking down a river at quarter speed. <laughs> oh, that'd be painful, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? But something's got half a million views. Yeah, it's going to be the easiest YouTubing there is to do in the world because there's no editing. It's exactly. Just still, put the whole thing up. Yeah, yeah. It's just the slowest thing is the upload speed. That's yeah. it. That's the take button. That's the work. Ah, well, well, you have an absolutely magnificent holiday, right? I and will do my best. Hope the weather is suitably splendid for you. Yep. Uh, and uh, be safe. Thank you. And you too. I'll be here. <laughs> You'll be there. If you're looking, nowhere to find me. Yep. yep. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you in three weeks. All right, everybody. That's, uh, that's uh, November, isn't it? Three weeks? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Shutters Inc. Another audio to you.com quality podcast. For questions, comments, and feedback, email the boys at shuttersinpodcast.com. Right.